Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team <clears throat> with... Intermittent Regret continues with Season 2 of Star Trek The Next Generation with Elementary Dear Data, Season 2, Episode 3, and The Outrageous Okona, Season 2, Episode 4. I like Elementary Dear Data, except for the sheer tonnage of Pulaski in it. Like, take Pulaski out of there and it's a banger. Well, it felt like the standard, like, get to know the newbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paramount Plus's description is as follows. Data poses as Sherlock Holmes to decipher a puzzle that threatens Dr. Pulaski's life. My editorial comment is, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pulaski got along with Moriarty a little bit too much for my taste. Because like, she's oh, evil. you are the villain. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it was... They're both Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Those water signs are so vulnerable. <laughs> I was legit confused, and I think I started fanficking in my own head just so I wouldn't like start screaming uncontrollably at Pulaski because it seemed like she liked Moriarty better than Data, despite him also being a goddamn robot. I was like, wait a second, you, you, the beginning of this episode was just straight up, no, because he's a computer, he has no access to feelings, thoughts, or emotions, or personal lifehood. You can do anything to a computer. You can take a sledgehammer to him. It's not like he cares. And Dana's like, please don't. This is the body I inhabit and live in. And then she meets Moriarty, and, he, and she's just like, Hey, big stuff. Yeah, I'm going to treat you like an actual goddamn person, despite the fact that you're clearly the construct of a goddamn computer. I didn't think about that, but that's a good point. And so I, I, so I literally had to fanfic in my mind, because like it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't fucking like, parse for me. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't compute for me. <laughs> she has to just be pretending. Like, this has to be a, like a, I have, I'm talking to another goddamn computer. Like, I, <laughs> and like, I'll just be nice and eat these crumpets. Yeah. They're not crumpets. They're, he clearly said they were scones. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> like, words mean things. <laughs> not that Pulaski would know that. I don't even remember how she set up the challenge, but there's that moment where Data was like, I accept your challenge, Doctor, but like, I rewrote the line as, and a hearty fuck you, Doctor. Like, <laughs> well, they're in 10 forward, and Jordy and Data are having a good time, and Pulaski's at the next table. Why did you two even sit so close to her? She's yeah. been here for two weeks. We know she's the worst. Yeah. There should be a whole buffer of empty tables surrounding this woman, wherever she goes. My first note. Of, of this episode was can it Pulaski <laughs> I, here are my Pulaski notes in order oh fuck the fuck right the fuck off Pulaski why the fuck did they even sit that close to her it's kind of on them three weeks into this idiotic experiment no he's right you're being unfair lady why did they bring her mm-hmm. yeah mine was no don't invite her <laughs> okay I, again, I had a fanfic very heavily just so I can get through this episode. I think 
that Jordy is absolutely the type of person who's like, look at that motherfucking turf. Maybe we can swing her opinion. <laughs> like, I have to work with her. So the only way that I can work with her is if I actively try to change her opinion about my best friend. And so that's why he's just like, yeah, Dana, let's sit here so I can demonstrate how much of a person you are to this clear bigot. And like, and like kind of like kind of start little fights with her. He probably does this every goddamn day. She's probably waking up going like, God, I hope like, I don't Lieutenant see LaForge, Jordy. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, that, that, like, he's always on my case yeah. <laughs> and he's just like I'm waking up and choosing passive violence <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile Dr. Crusher's back at Starfleet Medical going and now we play the waiting game <laughs> yes <laughs> she's just like reading the reports of the Pulaski files she's like <laughs> nice <laughs> there's that moment later where like she's stuck in there with Moriarty and probably living her best life at that moment uh-huh. but uh and on the outside they're like but we have to go in and rescue her i'm like do we do have to <laughs> like must we i think yeah. she's okay like let's just let this play out i just supporting evidence for my geordie theory he was the one who offered to send in like the laser beams that's gonna knock out all the hard light it's like well what would that do to a person oh it would tear them apart and he didn't even <laughs> fucking blink no. i mean he was just like let's kill her she can okay. it. it's fine yeah i'm sure yeah whatever like we'll go ahead we'll end the program we don't have to worry about me accidentally making like a super villain gain consciousness uh what, what about her She'll fucking die. <laughs> Small price. <laughs> yeah. oh, damn. All right. Well, we got some other doctors. I think we'll be okay we'll for a little while. We'll just call Crusher back. Beverly, what's yeah. she doing? I'm mean, just sure. I'm sure Picard's like got his like speed dial button for <laughs> Crusher. Like, oh, don't make me push this. <laughs> <laughs> he keep, he's calling you her like every call. couple of hours, but it goes straight to voicemail. Why is Beverly the message? Yes, this is John Luke again. I, I don't mean to keep calling, but um, the, we are having problems with the doctor you sent us. <laughs> just, if, you could, if you could just make a visit. Just make a visit. Maybe it's Your, your son misses you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Son? Yes. So son. Your son misses you. <laughs> on, on that note, I had the, almost exactly the same note. I was like, I don't know, guys. We leave here with Moriarty for a few days and the holodeck's just going to spit her right out. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a turnaround where she's going to say something stupid even by Victorian terms. And yeah. Moriarty's going to lose interest <laughs> at some point. <laughs> At one point, she was like, something, something is not possible for our friend. And I was like, he's not your friend. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, you are saying my friend, our friend a yeah. lot. Are you reminding yourself you have to treat him like a fucking person? Grading on a curve, maybe, but... Mm. <laughs> okay, but in general, I like the episodes that discuss the nature of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And this and, season, and this it, it's very... one of this season's strengths. Like, yeah. there's an episode coming up, okay. which I would actually list, I think I did when we were yeah. doing our medical emergency top five episodes. Or top ten episodes. I, I put it in in my top ten episodes of the whole show. Okay. And it's a, a data-centric, is he a person, is he equipment sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And then we get to, we, we start off with the question, Can is data a person? And mm-hmm. we just completely... I think possibly because they're like, the audience already knows the answer for the most part. Mm -hmm. So they're like, so let's set up a foil. Mm -hmm. Let's set up the computer making itself conscious to try to meet data where data's at. And like, yeah. And I just, I just, I don't know. It was really cool. And I am actually all here for like the holodeck specifically computer to just fully gain consciousness and just like be a character. 
I'd just be like... It happens more in a couple times. Yeah. I, I would love it if, like, the, the computer was just like, I'm here to entertain the humans so that they can either prepare themselves for stressful moments or de-stress after stressful moments. That's my job. I'm the court jester. Just, like, live the computer's best life and then just occasional shenanigans. I want Puck to inhabit the holodeck. <laughs> That's a really good pitch for a... Like, I think you could have gotten into the writer's room in 93 or 92 <laughs> on that one. Like, literally like... Puck infests the ship and it was like, hey, we got a year left on this. We're, we're throwing some wild... There's gonna be a sex Just... candle episode. Spoilers. We're doing the Puck thing. <laughs> Yay! I mean, they don't do it with Puck, but there is, like, an entire arc on Star Trek Discovery later on about the computer gaming Mm -hmm. its own sentience and what does that mean that it's our tool that we use for everything yeah. and it's also now maybe a person like what maybe do we do with that <laughs> uh, the holodeck is awfully easy to fuck with yeah. why do they keep yeah. using it That's a fair <laughs> and, and I think the only podcast on the marketplace that can reckon with that question is the holodeck is broken yeah. <laughs> Well, got I'm, nothing for you on that one I'm yeah. still stuck on the You've been on the ship for over a year now. Why is it that every single time they walk onto the holodeck, they're like, wow, it's so lifelike. I'm like, when does the awe wear off? Like, you are right. living in the future. This is what you have. Yeah. This wonder, shouldn't feel boring to you at some point. I wonder if they don't get a lot of, like, off-ship time to just hang out. Like, they don't get to have those experiences very often. That brings me to an interesting point about this episode, is it's packed with leisure time. Like, an almost <laughs> insane amount of leisure time. Like yeah. It is light on plot. Yeah. <laughs> Chief Engineer Jordy LaForge has time to build a whole-ass ship model in his office, <laughs> yeah. in the room on the ship, when things go wrong, it tends to go all explodey. Yeah. yeah. And the captain, and it was it the captain or was it Riker, who knew about his model right. and came down to be like, hey, how's the model going? <laughs> the captain himself, yeah. yeah. Like, can I just tell my boss that I'm just gonna, you know, build Legos, build Legos all day? And they're like, oh, how's that going? I, I will how's say, your Legos? <laughs> I will say, my parents are vets. And in the military, I mean, I know Starfleet isn't exactly, but they have, they have a, a militaristic command structure. When you get the mission that is the hurry up and wait, like get to the point and then wait to rendezvous, it could be anywhere from three days to three months. Your job is to sit there and wait. <laughs> and sometimes they had some hurry up and wait missions where you're like, I'm here. I'm doing my job. I am physically present in the location waiting for something to happen so that I may do the thing. You do a lot of fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh my. So maybe in this instance, yeah. this episode is more realistic than the others in that there is a lot of, even if you're going, we're, you know, eight or whatever to get somewhere, it yeah. might take you a couple of days to get someplace. And so what do you do in those couple of days? Yeah. My, my parents You build ships. <laughs> yeah. My parents were telling me about a time where they had, it was three weeks longer than the first estimate, which was already a good two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. So it was like many months. Um, and they got down to where they were fully reenacting movies that they remembered from childhood <laughs> with, and making their own costumes. Nice. Because they basically got so bored they went insane. And I'm like, I'm okay with the shipbuilding. So I can I'm see okay everyone else going insane. What is Data's excuse? Data's just along for the ride. He's like, ooh, I want to do that too. Because he people. He's going insane too. He wants to too. be people. Yeah. 
has been insane I think in a way (laughs) there's something about his like I desperately want to be human that actually speaks a little bit to me of like oh this is a deeply crazy person (laughs) wait till you meet his creator and then yeah that actually (laughs) starts to make sense you're like I'm gonna be the best human I, I complain about this leisure time as, as someone who has not written entire novels while under the job uh, on the job. So yeah, maybe maybe I should chill out. Maybe. But I I like you it. Build, like, you build Legos occasionally, although you have stopped because now you're writing again. Yes, yeah, true. I like the leisure time. I'm okay with it. I think where it disconnects with me is that he's able to do it in his like like oh. hey let's get let's get out of here and go look at my ship in my quarters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that it's in his office in one of the most sensitive parts of the ship. Yeah. That's where I'm like, the captain comes down. Aren't you just shoving that thing under your desk? Like no, everything's cool, Johnny. <laughs> Actually, what if he's just beaming it to and from his quarters? That works too. He's got nothing else to do. Yeah, I'm testing the transporters. Yeah. Obviously. I would buy that. That's yeah. an episode too. Yeah. Like, so Puck confess the holodeck. Jordy keeps beaming his Legos all over the ship. He's you got, got like a plot, you got a B plot, write a teaser, you're halfway there. He's got a, an emergency transport button just like right there under the desk. So he sees the captain, he's like, what? what? I wasn't doing anything. It's like, like the ones they have at like uh, restaurants and banks and shit, like under yeah. the desk. Like, yeah. Right next to the panic button and you're like, you're like Warf suddenly appears like, you called? Be like, oh shit, wrong one, teleport. You just see his body tense up and he goes quiet and he just slowly reaches over like, Ensign runs into this into engineering like everybody hide the captain's coming and then they they have like a whole speakeasy and and the cigarette girls walking around and then just one transporter and it's all back to normal like oh yes the uh, the warp cord the diagnostic is going quite well captain. on that a little, a little bit, bit yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's a whole episode where uh, the captain realizes that she, they're not assigning enough tasks to people and they have too much leisure time so then they just start assigning more tasks and the ship goes insane. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the ship's librarian. Oh my fucking oh, god. That man. would be amazing. Yeah. We have Sorry. reached our commercial break time. Does anybody have anything else about elementary dear data before we move on? Moriarty is the butler from the nanny. He is indeed. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, I thought he looked familiar, but I was just like, I don't know. I don't That's yeah. funny. So yeah. I was like, Niles, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. I don't know. I, I did. I liked, I liked data in this for sure. Yeah. I, I think liked, it's a, it's, it's a fun episode. And the fact that I had fun in it, despite Pulaski means it's probably a very fun episode dragged down at, right. on average by, uh, <laughs> I love Data actually deducing things and then um and then going like it's like it's very simple my dear Watson and then he's like actually it wasn't all that simple <laughs> like like where he like he does the thing because that's what Sherlock would say and then he was like actually no I had to do a lot of RAM and processing power for that like that that was that was some heavy lifting on my part. <laughs> then we will go to our commercial break. Commercial break. <laughs> 
require more bread. (laughs) (laughs) Foolish human. This episode brought to you by bread. Put it in your mouth. Messages of social enlightenment. Water is life. Yeah. Black lives matter. Yeah. Trans lives matter. Yeah. Leave trans kids alone. Alone? Is that the right (laughs) sentiment? It feels like affirm them and don't actively try to ruin their lives, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Bodily autonomy is important, even in children. Yeah. Yeah. Can my message of social light and me just be like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm exhausted. The world yeah. is an exhausting place to live. Maybe not the world. Actually, no, I retract that. Mostly the United States is just an exhausting place to live. Yeah. There's some other really sucky places in the world, too. Yeah. But I feel like we're just leading the pack on that one. Repeal the Second Amendment, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ban assault rifles, why haven't we already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bare minimum band-aid to implement now. This is not a fix. This is a band-aid. Three-week wait period. On AR, like any Any gun. gun. I don't even fucking care. Three weeks. (laughs) I want... If you need it today, (laughs) I don't want you to have it. Yeah. Yes. Assault weapons, I I am totally for an outright ban. Everything else, I want regulated just like a car. You need to be licensed. You have yeah. to take a test to prove you know how to use them. And you have to renew your license every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are liable if your car yeah. crashes Insurance into somebody else. Yeah, For everything else, that solves the problem. Or let's just go back to what the Second Amendment actually means. And then also from there, nobody's allowed to have any weapon that was not available at the time that that amendment was written. <laughs> well, I, as an American... I'm with Canada. <laughs> Maybe we should prepare for the downfall. I, I love how partners. we had a school shooting and then Canada strengthened their gun laws. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. it's yeah. so easy, guys. Look, they did it. Uh, yeah, American exceptionalism <laughs> is bad. Uh, I am aching for the time when we become quaint like the UK. UK is far from perfect. Yeah. But their post-imperial collective sense of themselves is much preferable to just past the prime of supremacy guns are also stupid like i, yeah. I they, they are they're 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 just not like, i don't understand leisure time with them you know somebody says oh there's it's a big machine and it goes rat-a-tat-tat rat-a-tat-tat and you feel like a man i'm like i've got an electric typewriter sir <laughs> <laughs> Same sound, same feeling in my nerves. I get that, but nobody got killed by my IBM Selectric. Nobody. I, real. You could chunk nobody. them at their head, but like that—that that would kill me before it kills it them. Hurt. That thing is heavy as hell. Yeah. Right over there. Somebody pick up that typewriter. <laughs> Tell me how it's gonna work. No, I will strain both of my arms. <laughs> Well, you're prone to straining things. Z, you, you, you break it at a moment's notice. Z will like get one hand on it, and then like the knee will give up. Go yeah. Yeah. and then both wrists. Yeah. Yeah. The That's happened before. There's a reason we're podcasters and not decathletes. Yeah, people are. Oh, they're just fun to shoot. I'm like, okay, so maybe we have highly reg- regulated gun ranges with like specialty weapons. If you're just like, you know what, I would just like to shoot that, but not own one. Yeah, go yeah. just shoot one. Here's the thing, too. Paintball. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I could get behind, you know, us being a paintball nation. Yeah. yeah. 
be colorful. Yeah. Be awesome. Paintball for the gays. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) For the love of God, can we not arm teachers? No problems are going to be solved with that. Here are two political ideas I disagree with, but that the right propagates and are baffling when using the transit of property. There is those who can't do teach. Mm Mm-hmm. Let us arm teachers. Yeah. <laughs> so using the transit of property, they are saying, those who can't, arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. We can't trust the teachers to not teach, you know, yeah. race or, you know, feelings to kids. Or but let's can, give them guns, because fuck your feelings. Right. Arm the teachers. They're going to teach whatever they want at that yeah. point. Yeah. What are you going to do? Stop them. <laughs> Parent comes in to complain. What? <laughs> Parent-teacher <laughs> conferences take a, take a nose down. <laughs> There's just like Old West shootouts at that point. You can take this critical race theory from my cold dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Conservatives, they don't want to fix gun violence. Because they're pretty sure too much that if money they can it. just wait long enough, all the poors will kill themselves. They don't feel affected by it <laughs> at all whatsoever. And that's going to be a problem for them because it's not like everybody left is going to be rich. It's just that there's going to be an economic redistribution at that point. And suddenly, middle class, <laughs> you're poor now. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yep. They haven't quite grasped that the stuff that they want and consume comes from somewhere. They think it's just delivered to them by the hands <laughs> of God because they deserve it. In their mind, they live in a post-scarcity society like Star Trek. Yeah. And they don't understand that they don't. Yeah. So right. is yeah, that exactly. why all the people who were like kids with the original Star Trek are now complaining that Star Trek is too woke? Because, like, now they, they, and some of them may be living in that higher life. They're like, oh, I'm getting a good salary now. And, like, they see themselves as being like, oh, yes, this is amazing. I'm exactly where I thought we would be, but, oh, except for the gays. There's there's <laughs> that, but I think the ultimate, th- I think, I, and I've said this on the podcast before, I think old Star Trek was just as liberal as yeah. On average, boomers were. Oh, yeah. And when Star Trek became even more progressive to meet new yeah. times, it moved past them. So it used to placate them with, oh, we are an enlightened post-scarcity society, and you are of that mentality. Oh, you you do good, you little liberal baby you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, when it wants them to move a little further outside that comfort zone, right. then it's like, oh, it's too much. When's yeah. it going to stop? Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Babies. Bunch of babies. Unscrutinized boomer liberal babies. Come at me. I'll fight a baby. (laughs) I'm not going to tell my dad to watch or listen to this episode. (laughs) Do it, Dad. I'll fucking fight you. Anyway, <laughs> if you enjoy our mm, word mouth usement noises, then you would love all the other fun stuff at partyapocalypse.com. There are other podcasts, including Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter with uh, Eris and myself. There is also, I think this is the first time we're announcing it on this show, a new podcast in the family. Beyond the Cabin in the Woods is now officially a Party Now Apocalypse Later podcast. I'm on that show with Donna, Kenzie, and Debbie, and that airs on Fridays that this show is off. So really, if you just need to hear from me, Mom, uh, there's a podcast 
any time of the week for you at partyapocalypse.com. <laughs> also included As the Myth Turns in its entirety and uh, The Fourth Wall in its entirety. So if you'd like metafiction involving the uh, Sherlock Holmes universe, I mean, there we go. There you go. It's right there. It's <laughs> all there. Yo. Books, blogs, movie reviews are also on the site. Z. Yes. You have a TikTok. I do. You can find me on TikTok at underscore. It's just Z underscore. Da, da, da. Eris, do you have anything to plug? No. <laughs> I just asked that because we did a whole facial no, gesture no, thing, no. but yeah, I, I, I realized to go around the table, I didn't want to leave you out. No, for sure. I, I do not have anything to plug. I'm just vibing. Just vibing. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Love of my life. Hey, what's up? Do you have anything to plug? I think everyone should go out and vote. Oklahoma primaries are on June 28th. Yes. Okay. So please make some time to go do that. There's an open Senate race, so it's There's a an open running firefight for biggest asshole in the state. Yay. This is just the prim- primary, but there's a lot to vote for, yeah. including judges. Judges are actually very important races mm. that I don't think people, myself included, I'm not saying I'm I'm above this. Sometimes I go in there and I'm like, women vote yes, male judges vote no. But, you know, I might need a more technical uh, way of they're approaching so that in the future. I, I vote they really no, are. I vote no on all of them with the knowledge that all of them will be retained at a, like a 90 or 80% rate. Yes, yeah. except that there are active campaigns by the right to get rid of okay. ones that they don't like so I want to see those campaigns because I go the other them. way there yeah yes yeah so it's that's why show, it's getting more important to pay more attention show me to those that. numbers and I will vote yes enthusiastically for those guys like yeah. if the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity right to life bullshittery council uh, wants to tell me that the Bill Blurson is bad news. I think he's good news. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, right. no, no, no. Think... Bill Blurson for judge. The only <laughs> political endorsement from the holodeck is broken. <laughs> so we'll go back to our episode. The outrageous Akona, as described by Paramount Plus, while the Enterprise crew play host to a witty renegade captain, Data struggles to acquire a sense of humor. A plot, B plot. Give me a teaser and we're ready to go. What do we think? Chock this, full of stars. This, uh, the episode went places. It did go places. Uh, with Ooh. poor timing, I feel like, all around. The, the pacing was weird and off, and I forgot what I was doing halfway through, because I was like, where are we? Um, yeah, they brought in a stand-up comic, Joe Piscopo. Yeah. Bad yeah. guy. Not the worst guy in the world, but he's certainly uh, in the binary state of bad guys and good guys. He's a bad guy. But they also had Whoopi Goldberg, who is an accomplished comedian yeah. in her own right. Like, why not just have her tell him they about what's funny? Yeah. Brought in the Diet Coke Han Solo. Oh, no. No, that was Okona. That he's was the Rocketeer. He, yeah, he's the oh. Rocketeer, and so we don't say okay, bad things. Yeah, yeah. He, don't he, say bad things about the Rocketeer in this house. Yeah. <laughs> in this, for it me, in this house, the only yeah. movie where you will find mobsters and the FBI team up together to fight Nazis. <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> We can set aside our differences because we can all agree that Nazis need to be destroyed. I mean, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> there were several moments that I really liked in this episode, um, but this episode, the entire time, I, I was I was very, uh, it's, Data's my boy, so like I was very <laughs> into the B-plot, and I kept mm-hmm. thinking about the episode of Gallivant where they have the master class about how to tell a joke given mm-hmm. by the court jester. 
And it really like at the like when it was over, I turned to CJ, I turned to my husband and I was like, it took the sci-fi writers 42 minutes to come up with, I don't know, funny is uniquely human, I guess. And it only <laughs> took Gallivant 21 minutes to go. These are the, th this is the three step process. <laughs> Number one, the reason why people laugh is because it's, it's unexpected. Number two is because it holds up a mirror to society. So you say something that they're not expecting that makes them reflect on themselves. Number three, you know, like, and I'm just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Data could have figured that out just by, like, reading files in the computer. Like, he didn't yes. need the bad comedy show lounge setup. I think that I, I, <laughs> this told me more about the writers of Star Trek than it did about anything else yeah. in the universe. Yeah. I was like, oh, they don't know how to tell a joke. I will say, the joke that Data tells, not the one that he's mimicking, but the one, the accidental joke is fucking hysterical. <laughs> the one where he, sh where they're like, oh, well, what was wrong with the joke? You're like, well, maybe the timing was off. And that blank stare at Gaiden. And, then, and it's just like, I tell time digitally. And I'm just like, <laughs> I had to. That's fucking hysterical. Yes. I paused. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I think it helps Brett <sighs> Spiner's pretty funny yeah. just on his own and he's able to insert a little bit of that into into a android character That's yeah kind of interesting in a room with brett spiner whoopi goldberg and joe piscopo joe piscopo is easily the least funny person yeah, yeah. 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 he's often the he, least funny person in a particular in room any room yeah. yeah yeah but uh in that room particularly <laughs> you've got a couple of sluggers the big point i want to make about this episode is did anyone <clears throat> notice why it is great I'm sorry, what? Did anybody notice why it is great? Why the episode is great? Because in the end, Wesley becomes a therapist. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there is not one scene. Pulaski. No Pulaski. <laughs> no Pulaski. Akoto's <laughs> uh, ponytail is, is a choice that it's I had a, a hard time with. I'm like, sir. It's because it was a really bad weave, I think. The thing is, okay, it would have been better if the end wasn't a fucking horsetail. It wasn't human hair, I'm pretty sure. Like yeah, the it end looked of, like, like it looked like, like the those... ponytail apart, like this the thing that was like on his head was fine. It was the way that it ended. It yeah. was just like if they had actually feathered that a bit more, it would have been less like this is wrong. This is the thing that's wrong with the picture. You know when you go into like Sally's or whatever and you're looking at the hair dye and you're like, oh, yes. what what am I, what color am I going to get? And you like feel the hair, the color. Yes. The little the little samples they yeah, have. Yeah. That's what his hair looked like. Yes. It's a brick. <laughs> but it's it made looked, out of plastic. Yeah, yeah. But it also looked like like those hair pieces that are just ponytails. Yes. Mm -hmm. That you like, you pull your hair back and you when like, it's really short and then you add the ponytail it. and it's mm. really long. But he didn't have but like two hairs to clip that to. Yes. In the back. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was weird. And you that can edit this choice. out if I'm wrong, but isn't Rocketeer also almost Riker? Yes. Uh, the guy who played Okona was the runner up for Riker. Like, oh. it was a coin flip at the at the casting call, and they went with John Frick. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he would have been a, a completely different vibe, and I don't know that I like that. And, yeah. and John I like Frick's my would have been a completely different vibe for the for, Rocketeer. Because well, there's yes. a one-to-one -one exchange there. Like, <laughs> yeah. you take yeah. that job, I take this job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like... I need, I need to look more into The Rocketeer, which I, yeah. I still have your book because yeah. I borrowed it and I just haven't. Look, I need That's to a good movie. It's yeah. a great, it's yeah. probably because top five for me. I saw 
a broken, beaten up ship. Yeah. One dude just like, like, excuse me, I'm fucking driving here. And the, the, the little vest and like the white shirt. And I was like, oh, that's Han Solo. <laughs> Where's his dog? Yeah. yeah. Where's yeah. his talking dog? Not a lot else in the episode. Terry Hatcher's in the episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but not credited because they cut most of her scenes. Yeah. She, she shows up and, and apparently she got the studio apartment layout. Like the front door of her quarters opens out to her bedroom. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if somebody's going to intrude in your quarters, I'd rather, like, be right there and aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the paranoid uh, floor plan. <laughs> is it weird, and this is a complete tangent, is it weird that, like, the the quarters on the Enterprise, they're tiny. Mm-hmm. Like, even even your bridge crew has fair, relatively right. small Picard quarters. Has a nice Picard, I mean, he's rooms. captain, yeah. but, like, but everyone else, it's, like, bedroom, bathroom, small living room slash kitchen, yeah. everything yeah. else. Yeah. And, but they look completely cozy to me. Like, it's mm-hmm. a thing that I would love to just sit in that, you know, 500 or less square foot space and just be like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad. They're cozy cabins. They are. Yeah. And a lot of them, like, I guess if you have an exterior one with the windows yeah. and, like, so you have a whole lot of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, something about them. It's, it's extra cozy. It's, it's definitely a... 80s decor with you know an eye for what we think the future was going to look like in the 80s but you know true it's true it's fine <laughs> the chairs look way more comfortable though did anybody else think that okona was hitting on wharf at one point or that yes. was hitting on him yes, yes. like they, they yeah, were I was vibing like, real hard happening here yeah. and i okay i want to speak about Worf for just a second okay so when Picard makes the joke about let's lower our shields. Maybe we'll surrender to them. And the camera goes to Worf's face, who fully rolls his eyes. And is just like, this fucking guy. My cat. I respect the man, but god damn it. Nice. (laughs) That was like, that's funny. I was like, the whole episode, I was like, you're going to talk about what's funny. I'm going to actually tell you what's funny. Like, you're going to make humor such a big part of this episode. I'm going to do it. Oh, God. Yeah. I liked this episode, but I think I liked it more to make fun of it. This episode, I think, is somehow maybe a little bit more than the sum of its parts because the parts are not so great. Right. But like, hey, no Pulaski. Already top five of this season. Guinan. Guinan. Guinan's awesome. Great. Uh, the Rocketeer. This episode <laughs> has everything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Terry Hatcher, kind of? Yeah. They're That's real fine. and they're spectacular. They are. <laughs> I just wanted to take the other side and just be like, okay. Don't let these people bully you. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. First of all, yeah. you're a strong, independent robot and you need no man. Second, <laughs> second, Except wanna... Jordy. Jordy's cool. Yeah, don't. don't... <laughs> Jordy's a great boy. not his man. He's his wingman. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. That's a little... It's, that's a little you, can take, okay. you can take Jordy home to see your parents. It's, Jordy, <laughs> Jordy's cool. He's a keeper. Uh, but it's just like, okay, you you want to tell a joke? Okay, these are the things you need to look for. Okay, I want to teach you. <laughs> just take him aside and just be like, all right, now, this is why people laugh. So this is what you're aiming for. Yeah. Jordy's the the kind of friend that you bring home to meet your parents, and they totally charm your parents. Yeah, You're like what? I wouldn't have expected that because outside of your parents' home, they are the worst influence. Yes. <laughs> like, but it's but somehow somehow they got that charm. Uh-huh. There's always one of those friends. You yeah. you know there are times that 
Jordy and Data are like, okay, like you'll you'll see things where they have like this setup where they could like plug Data into the computer and stuff at one point. So like you know that they're just tinkering with Data sometimes. They're oh, like, yeah. hey, we want to see what, what let, let's see if I can do this. And they're just like plugging weird shit into Data to see yeah. like you know what does this do if I do this. You know they're doing that. And then the, you and the captain is like, well, oh no, we don't know anything about Data. Well, he's a mystery, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and Dorothy's like, now he is. I, I stole so many upgrades. I, don't, I was like, we got super high. Did you know androids can get high? It was great. It was dripping balls. There are some computer subroutines somewhere that someone's going to ask questions about later. And Jordy's going to be like, I don't know what that he is. He can paint now. He can play the violin. And he can paint, bring his legs back behind his head. <laughs> yeah, this one's for the ladies. <laughs> And they're probably experimenting with like, okay, so really tell me. It was me. in Tasha Yar's will. Yes. Did it. Tell me, yeah. tell me, tell me how things went with Tasha. Now, do you wish things were a little bigger down there? Like, do you wish it would like Because it's side detachable. To side? Like, it, has, yeah. like, it has different, you know, modules. Jordy's yeah. like, I can, I can give you a software patch for that. You know yeah. that, right? They both go through Jordy, like, 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 like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you also be like, you know, have you ever wondered what it would be like to be a woman? We can oh, fix yeah. that. <laughs> I I just imagine, I want them to get to the point where Data walks up and he goes like, I found this on the internet and I need you to install it. And then Jordy immediately goes and he's like, it's the Data hip flask where he just takes swig, swig and he's like, Pornhub, let's go. Okay. <laughs> like, let's go ahead and get this program installed. All right. I'm doing this for my friend. Data's like, I was doing some research and I found something, but it's blocked by the computers. Um, is there a way that we can get around that? And Jordy's like, yeah, what is it? He's like, it's something called Pornhub. <laughs> and Jordy's like, like, let's find oh, out. Here's, here's, this is the admin password. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that scene of him always like reading stuff like over yeah, and, like, really quick, like, Fascinating. Faster. 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 <laughs> faster. Are you okay there, <laughs> You know they probably uploaded him with a complete porn library before they installed yeah. any other knowledge Noonien in his brain. a freak. He, oh, was yeah. like, <laughs> he spent all, like, okay, I spent two days design, designing the body, two days with the ethical subroutines, and three weeks with all the freaky sex stuff. <laughs> a freak first and an android second. <laughs> <laughs> and then I... And then it's, like, why I, it's why my skin is this color. I am down to clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Explain some things. Uh, and then Jordy goes like, yeah, I also installed it with an air fryer. It's really great. <laughs> but where they did is that yeah. Data. Chicken. <laughs> I saw that. And like, like, did, you, only... did you see the android poop out a whole cooked chicken? Jordy was more of a frat boy. <laughs> I have a whole new. I just. I'm just gonna just redo next generation. I'm like, all right, Jordy, here we go. Here's the vibe I wrote for you. Still lovable and sweet. Absolutely love the vibe. Very good. But what if you were also a little bit of a child? <laughs> so, so I, I like to like headcanon, you know, fan fiction this, whatever. I like now that Yar's not there. This is my new one. Mm-hmm. That that maybe uh, Jordy Worf. Data and Wesley are all in college together. Wesley's, you know, he skipped a few grades. He's right. the little, he's the little baby they look out for. That's Warf why is, he's the little kid brother that yeah. they're trying to protect. Because it's like, oh, 
you're a freshman in college and you're only 16? Yeah. Yike, we're going to break you. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Worf is, is there on a, on a like a football scholarship or yeah. some shit, you know? <laughs> and Jordy and Data are both in, But he's like, actually going in STEM. for, like, a science degree. Yeah, but yeah. But, like, he got in on the football. He's like, I'm just doing it so they can pay for my classes. Right. Like, I don't actually like it. Really, I want to be a chemist. Yeah. <laughs> and Jordy and Data just blow shit up constantly. Oh, God, just constantly. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's how they met in the chemistry class. Yeah, absolutely. Jordy wasn't even supposed to be in the lab. No, wrong lab. Yeah, (laughs) Worf is like full on trying to study for his test, and Jordy was just like, shit, look what I can do. (laughs) Woo! There was totally a point where Worf was like very intently working on his Bunsen burner or some shit, and he turned to get a thing, and Jordy just reached over, turned it up a little more, and like went back to his stuff. (laughs) I was like, what's happening with my shit? No, 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 no. That's how Worf got kicked out of the chemistry program. <laughs> He's going to be a dentist instead. <laughs> Which was, of course, a riff on Data and Jordy to begin with. Yes, I think we came full circle. <laughs> I just want more episodes of them growing it up. Yeah. There'll be plenty. Yeah. That, yeah. That's nonstop hijinks. Yeah. Yes. Have we met Data's cat yet? Hmm. No, no, not yet. He gets a pet cat. Oh. I remember the pet cat, but that was from yeah. my nostalgia years. And, and the cat... Looks different each time you see it. Has different genders. It has different yeah. genders no, no, constantly. I, 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 correction. Has literally different sex characteristics. Oh. Well, episode to episode. But also when they refer sometimes Spot as a he, sometimes yeah. they refer to Spot as a she. And then has and kittens. And then has kittens. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I think that it's like a goldfish and Data's like the kid. So, like, Spot died and then they <laughs> replaced it with another cat that kind of looks like it. And be like, no, this is Spot. <gasps> What do you mean? Spot's Android. always been a girl. Yeah. It's <laughs> just been gaslighting Data about his cat. Okay, but who would be in on that? Because I, Jordy, of course. <laughs> we had Jordy? an immediate answer to that question. <laughs> Jordy's like, you can't do that to him. Is he the only one on the ship? Uh, I feel like Majority might, but Worf is going to be strangely worried about Data missing his favorite pet, so Worf was probably going to help. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I then think... Dr. Crusher, I think, would be in on it, too. Yeah. I think there's a time where Worf is supposed to be watching the cat, and he loses it, and he goes to Picard. <laughs> Picard and Worf have hijinks where they have to find the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Because Jordy's on vacation. Yeah. I would watch the hell out of that episode. They, have, they, they get way too involved with like a Ferengi trader that deals in calicos. It's a triples episode. They are up to their eyeballs in debt now because they're like, we gotta get this cat back. <laughs> uh, we will take one of your runabout shuttles for this orange calico. <laughs> I mean, we, oh, we can just uh, we crashed it, and we'll just get a new one later from Starfleet. What's, we'll just sign off on that. I'm the fucking captain. I can sign whatever the goddamn thing I want. Yeah, this sounds like a great idea. Yes. He's got to go to whatever space carnival that they where you win the goldfish, except they're, they're cats. <laughs> My aim is a superior to you, sir. I will get it done. Yes. <laughs> Good honor to me and my family. <laughs> okay, you know what? We need to finish this episode so we can go get a camera because this is going to be a whole new YouTube web series and we have to make this. This has to be the thing that's viewable. I think I think you did hit upon something that we are out of time for this episode. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Does anyone else have anything else about the outrageous Okona? Only that the subtitles spelled Atlek Altec. Interesting. They flipped the L and T. Interesting. It drove me up the wall. <laughs> yep. Fair. Fair. 
Uh, next time, your away team will continue on with Season 2 with Loud as a Whisper and the Schizoid Man, which is a... Just a lot, lot, a lot in that title, and uh, yep. yeah, anyway. <laughs> in that episode too. Yeah, also true. Uh, but we'll talk to you then. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>